Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Hello, darlings, and welcome back to Medicine Caller. I'm your host. They call me Sophia Wiseman. I am, how am I? I am, I'm being cooked. I'm being cooked really deeply, and I'm really grateful for it. There's part of the shift that we're in right now that is very obviously, there's these big movements, there's these big changes, there's this big conversations happening. And yet what I know a lot of us are walking in is actually an, an act of fine tuning. There's the minutia, the detail. Those of us who have been in this awakening, soul searching, um, planet loving place for a long time are looking to hone we're looking to hone our impact, hone our presence, hone our well-being to contribute not just in theory but in embodiment, the world that we want in this time. So while so much of the world is banging with these aches and these cries and these calls for what is to come, many of us are being called to go deep into our quiet to see the places where we have been perpetuating our own aches and to soften and heal those. And so that is where I am, and, and that is where I believe many, many of you are. Perhaps you listening with me right now today, I know that's, that's where you are. I have a very special guest with us today that I'm really excited to share with you. She's deeply dedicated to uh, contributing to this process that we're all in, this earth-healing, uh, planet-serving walk. I'm going to give you her little bio here and then bring her in. And so I want to just take a moment before I tell you a little bit more about her and just give yourself permission to receive what you need in this moment, 
whether Lotus Sky says it, whether I say it, whether it's something that you think or whether it's a bird that flies by while you're listening, what it is that you need in this moment to strengthen or to soften, to let go and forget or to remember. Whatever it is that you are needing, give yourself permission to get it in this time that you're giving to yourself. Lotus Sky is a musical channel and shamanic guide born and raised in the Philippines and hailing from the golden state of California. Through her study with different shamanic lineages, training in multiple healing and transformational modalities, as well as connecting to her star and earth guides to channel light language, Lotus Sky helps people find personal liberation by fully inhabiting who they truly are. Right? I mean, yes, this is totally our people here. And bringing them into deep remembrance of their divine heritage. Lotus Sky has been called Nature Spirit, a cosmic channel, and Earth Angel, where her voice brings profound healing and her shamanic offerings are truly transmissions from beyond the veil. I found Lotus Sky, a friend of mine said, you got to hear this song, dance it out with me, um, and, and sent me a link on Spotify, and I was immediately transformed and healed and became just a deep, grateful, fabulous, like, have you heard this, play it on repeat, um, share the medicine, share the transmission um, fan, and, and uh, I don't know, and just, yeah, excited to be here. So Lotus Sky, welcome, 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 welcome to Medicine Caller. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Sophia Wise One. <laughs> it's so, so <laughs> wonderful to be here. You have such a soothing voice. I just loved it. I thought I was listening to the podcast, not in it. <laughs> <laughs> just lean back, you know? <laughs> thank you. I'm so glad. You know, the thing that's stirring in me right now, I can like feel it in my belly sitting here, is, is this phrase, um, Earth Warrior that you use that really, that really speaks, um, to, uh, I think your, your mission, right? Like it's, it's, it's this piece. And I was wondering if you could talk about what, what earth warriorship is to you, like how you found it, what it is, what it means to walk with that. Tell, tell me, tell yeah. me, tell us about that. Yeah. You know, the word, the term, Earth Warrior uh, came to me actually this year during the lockdown. And um, it's so interesting because when my guides shared that with me, I, I noticed some resistance to the word warrior um, because of um, patriarchal and colonial projections to that word warrior, right? Um, yeah. And it had like an energy of, of fighting, of, um, of distress, of um, upheaval and all of that. And um, my guides were sharing with me that, no, this is, dif this is different. You get to heal your relationship with this wor word because the energy that's really uprising in your consciousness is that of the earth warrior. And, um, you know, when my guides share information with me, it's really in packets that I translate in a linear way through words. So I'll do my best to kind of channel that through. But the earth warrior is um, someone who is, is deeply connected to the earth, earth wisdom, the cosmic wisdom, uh, grounded in their hearts and being a stand for the kind of world that we want to live in today, being a stand for the good and um, being an embodiment of what they shared with me 
are these six dimensions of personal liberation, these six dimensions of self-mastery. When, when embodied, uh, will support you in not only creating transformation in your own life, um, but also uh, contributing to the transformation of the collective. And that's how um, this energy uh, came to me and I started to integrate and uh, find that in my own healing path, I realized that my higher self, my ancestors, um, the, the earth that I work with, the plants that teach me, my, my greatest teachers, they have been preparing me to teach in these ways um, to support uh, people in claiming the transformation that's happening today. Awesome. I love it. It reminds me of, so uh, my mother is a yoga teacher. She studied um, with Swami Sachinananda, oh my gosh, 30 plus years ago. And, um, <clears throat> and she teaches the warrior pose with stories. She teaches all of the poses actually with stories when she teaches. And so she teaches about the warrior as the first job of the warrior is to show up. And the second job of the warrior is to keep the boundary without judgment, without aggression, without anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third job of the warrior is to do it at all costs, to be fearless, to be, um, to be unafraid of death. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the difference between a soldier and a warrior, and there are many, is that a soldier takes orders and that a warrior is a, is a sovereign being who understands and discerns moment to moment of where that line is and, and, and what it's for and, and how it's maintained. I totally resonate with that, um, like distinction between the two. And I think that's what's happening in our consciousness today is that uh, in, for, many, for many lifetimes, uh, soldiers for what we were being, the society has been training out, you know, <sighs> you know, pawns in the bigger game. And what we're reclaiming is the sovereign warrior within and um, one that does not l- look out to others, but channels through source and wisdom and manifests and creates from that space, um, from a place of firmness. There, there's no like aggression needed in this space. It is mm-hmm. the truth of being. And um and I don't even think that there's any fighting necessarily. I think there is a standing for, and I think this is a distinction um, that has really supported me in reconciling, not reconciling, but navigating and coming to peace with what's really going on in the great shamanic death that our consciousness is experiencing and what is really being birthed from it. Yeah. The assertion is like the word that comes to mind. Talk about that, like standing and that like, like to assert, to be willing to reinforce that clarity, like when it's pushed against, right? So not having to push over in that aggressor dominance over, but being able to assert like every time it's challenged to be able to like assert and reassert and hold um, is what comes to mind. Can you tell me more about what you see or experience or know? about this collective, I just love what you just said, this collective shamanic death that we're experiencing. I feel it, I'm with, it's like, I'm with you. That's the birth death door is open. Um, yeah. Can you share? Yeah. Um, I think many of the things I'll be sharing is similar to what many of the dialogues been online, uh, particularly with a spiritual community. And that is that uh, 
um, that interruptions in life or drama, they happen to get your attention. And it's in these, these interruptions that um, are really gifts when we can actually look at it that way. They're really wonderful opportunities. And that's, I think, an earth warrior quality. Um, the, these, this wise ability to perceive challenges and obstacles as gifts and opportunities. And in this space, we have the opportunity um, to, to claim what's moving through and to first do the individual transformation within. I received this many times from my guides, but particularly strong um, this month is that what we wish to see in the world, we get to implement within ourselves. If we want to yeah. see harmony in the world, we get to create harmony in our own lives and within ourselves. If we want um, abundance and connection in this world, then we get to um, heal and create abundance within ourselves and create connection within ourselves. Um, if we want um, peace and um, uh, understanding, we get to cultivate that. And so what we're seeing in the consciousness, I feel is a huge mirror to what's occurring within that gets to be um, transmuted in powerful ways. It may not happen, it may not be a direct magnitude, but in some way it is a reflection. And the personal transformation is uh, uh, what's called first and foremost within in this in inner consciousness. And we're seeing that there are many people who are realizing that they're in jobs that they don't love or that no job is truly secure. So you might as well go and do what you really love to do. Uh, right. You see some people who are in relationships that don't fulfill them or um, they're abusive that um, during times of challenges expose this abuse and are now um, shifting that, you know, and now shifting that healing it or even leaving it, right? And um, there, there's even maybe perhaps this certainly happened to me and happened to many of the people that I work with, uh, old memories, childhood memories or old um, patterns that have kind of been buried or coming up for resolution, for resolution to ultimately set yourself free. So this personal transformation is happening. And then there's a collective transformation that is also happening. Um, through our own individual work, we'll be able to um, navigate and the solutions are going to be, are going to require a different level of being than what has worked before. Um, because we are ascending, like the solutions or the, the ways to grow from it um, it's, it's not going to happen playing out the same pattern that has been repeated time and time again in history. It's going to require, um, trans to, it's going to require us to transcend, um, to transcend that and to, um, show up in a new way, um, in a way that unifies, in a way that, um, holds with love, in a way that, um, I think unifies really is the, the word here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, the, that resonates so much. I mean, I've been getting the same messages. And one of the messages that I've been getting over and over again, especially in the summer, and I'm having a, a fascinating, and I'll like, I give like praises, like, and glorious experience recently, a shift in this, but especially over the summer. And I know a lot of people are in this place right now 
in which it's like, I can't imagine the solutions. And I can't imagine what it looks like. And the message that I kept getting when I was in that place was that's because your viewpoint will be so fundamentally shifted that uh, we will be in a different pair. You'll come, you won't even see the problem the same way that you see the problem. So you will solve it. You will create solutions or imagine a landscape that is unfathomable to your current level of consciousness that the consciousness that you have now is, is, you know, limited by, by your state. And so this focus and this drive for me and, and for those that many have been walking with has been this, again, this courage and this cultivation of that like deeper honing. Like I really want to know what abundance and safety and well-being and joy is truly not in theory, right? Not, not, passing, but I want a world where that's lasting, which means I get to cultivate how do I become a lasting landscape of joy or a lasting landscape of, of peace and well-being, which isn't to say that there isn't an ebb or a flow, uh, but the way that things have been normalized as, and taken for granted in, in our past paradigms, like how do we normalize into a place of safety and well-being? And then from that place, the way that we solve quote unquote problems or the way that we see problems are fundamentally different. And so then the resolutions are, are, are beyond. And I've been having this experience of those doors beginning to open and, and shift. And mostly like you were talking about kind of those messages coming in packets, mostly those real deep moments of clarity um, are still coming in nonlinear um, or like like I get some images, but mostly it's these, it's these uh, vibrational experiences in my practice. I'm meditating or I'm practicing and I'm feeling these vibrations and I can feel the way that I'm, I'm getting pushed. Like this, like edges are getting worked. Um, and, and I'm having to acclimate. I'm doing a lot of like acclimating, like, okay, this is the new, like, okay, this is the next. Um, it feels very similar to my kind of initial, um, like training and awakening that happened in my like late teens for me um, when I first started like studying with more teachers and would kind of have these reminds me of like the first Reiki class I took and being like, Oh my gosh, like it just amplified the healing that was happening so fast. And so it was so visceral. And so like every day, like this potency, this potency. And I think about that. Um, I've been experiencing a lot of that of just being like, I mean, it was constant before, but now it's like what was constant before looks like a casual week. Um, to what has been my experience in the past, I don't know, 10 months or two years. Yeah, I think because of the way that time has been accelerating, like the, the yeah. <laughs> and the and the frequency of it is just in this constant up-levelment, which is one of the reasons why like I created um, you know, my work at the Earth Warrior School, for example, to support people. Like, you know, the guides were like, this time's accelerating transformation is going to happen one after the other you're either fully present with it, mm. it moving through it with um you know connected or you're being dragged by the foot of it and you know yeah. it's really helpful for people to have the tools mindset and perspectives to support them as they navigate all of that it like i always think that enlightenment like when i was growing up i always thought that enlightenment was like you know always good you know, always, <laughs> I, I thought it was like, uh, you don't have any challenges. And if you do, if you experience like 
uh, any like sad emotions or anger or anything like that, that that's like not enlightenment. And in some ways, like my, my family used to shame me for that or shame that like, well, look at you, you're crying. Like if, if you were good, if you were, if you knew you're, mm. you didn't do anything wrong, then you wouldn't be crying. And so it was very manipulative like that. But now I'm seeing that it's not that actually, like we came here for the human experience. And it's not like that you don't go through challenges. It's who you are and challenges. It's who you are in relation to your grief, your anger, your joy, your obstacles, your celebrations that that um, that 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 um, give information to or reflect your level of enlightenment, right? Um, your Absolutely. level of enlightenment. I mean, I cried a lot yeah. last night. <laughs> You know, yeah. Ray cry. It was really profound. And I'm a cancer. I'm like a cancer rising, a, a, a cancer sun, a Venus in cancer. Like I have so many plans in cancer. Like cry oh my God. part of my medicine. It's my gift to the world. You're welcome. Yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I have no shame around that, which is so funny because that's what I was shamed for growing up. Mm. I, stopped. I literally would not cry. I stopped crying. And only in my 20s did I start to cry again. And it, it's really powerful you know, my teacher would say that tears bring us closer to God. And like, yeah. he's, um, and I find my moments of crying, whether it's crying out of gratitude or crying out of processing grief from a perspective of wisdom, it's, it's very powerful, very powerful connection to source in this moment. Um, and that's what, I, that's, that's what shifted for me in terms of how to navigate, you know, um, the transformation going on. It's, it's being in touch and being in radical acceptance from a place of wisdom. I love that. Processing grief from a wisdom perspective, a wise perspective. I mean, everything you just said, yes. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of, there's an old Buddhist story of a teacher who has a student and, um, and the teacher's son dies, passes. And he's, he's weeping, he's weeping and he's weeping and he's, he's in his, his room and he's weeping and he's weeping and his students come and they say, teacher, why are you weeping? Like you're enlightened. Like, like, don't you know, like your son is like connected in the cycle and is reunited with all the, you know, it's like, you know, all this stuff, you tell us all this stuff. Like, why are you weeping? And the teacher looks at his students and he says, because my son has died. It's like, because this is what we, because this is what we do. Like, this is how we, this is what it is. Like, because I know, because I'm here in this gift of, of, of humanity. Um, yeah. It's like, <laughs> because, yeah. Humanity. Like, I'm here in this gift of humanity is exactly it. Like, let me write that down, put it on a post-it and put it everywhere in my house. <laughs> here in this gift of humanity. And, and, and honestly, like, I love being human. I love the human life. I love being a child of the earth. It's just, it's so beautiful. It's so unique. And, and, and it's such a gift. And these emotions, you know, they say that humans experience such a rich variation of emotions that other um, beings uh, and other planets don't necessarily have the, you know, genetics or energetics for, you know, we have different types of love and we have different types of anger and it's so rich and, you know, and, and, this is not to say that we need to swing or be in an imbalanced space. There obviously mm. the warrior way is, is finding that centeredness throughout 
the the what the range of emotions that are felt but it is a gift when you can feel it from a place of that level of wisdom and i i love i love the richness of the journey that i experience you know the richness of of um the 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 hell and heaven i've created to come back to who i really am and mm. a lot of people um get to claim in their own life the hell and heaven you went through over and over again in your lifetime to remember who you are i love that and i really just have to just have this moment here because i i am just reemerging after a very deep um a very deep uh, hell chapter, learning hell chapter. I was, um, I just returned to a level of depression and actually went past, went to a deeper level of depression with more consciousness and more tools and more support and like more joy and miracle than ever before. And yet the depth and the ache was, um, was definitely uh, un unparalleled yet in this life. It was, it was deep, it was very deep. And so just to be talking with you and to be feeling the uh, my honest resonance with like i love being human feels so precious to me because um in those 10 months in that aching and in that pain body and in those shadow lands i was throwing a fit and i did not love it i i was loving towards it <laughs> i showed up i chose love inside it but i was not i was not in the in the bliss of um the deep carving of grief or the deep uh, burning and purification of rage. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that love. Um, and I walk, I have spent many years in my life in that, in that real deep love. And I was startled to find myself almost like a, the image that just came to mind is like, I caught a train that was going somewhere that I like, didn't know I was going. Like, I was just like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. This isn't the ticket I bought. What's happening? How'd I get here? Like, no, 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 no. It's not where like, no, no, no. I'm never going back to that town was like kind of the feeling. Again, the train stopped and was like, train's not leaving for six months, you know, 10 months. And I was like, I guess I live in this town now, like back in this town where like, it's just, a, it was just so, so hard to appreciate. Um, and it was a real training. And I think about that too. I think that's also why I, I love the warrior call, the earth warriors, love warriors, light warriors, that this word warrior uh, shows up. Many people have received this word as a rainbow warriors, as, as our charge of this time. And part of that, I think for me has to do with the training of the warrior, which I talked about, you know, that, that third piece of the word is being unafraid of death, which just means to be unafraid of fear, mm -hmm. right? And so we don't come into our human form, most of us, and are not afraid of fear, right? We feel fear and then all the fear responses happen. And so we have to train ourselves to feel fear and then to, to hold that, just like we have to hold lovingly any of other emotion, our rage, our grief, our pain, our ecstasy, our um, joy, our giddiness, our excitement to be, to have that solidity that you're talking about or that groundedness or that calm, that center that can let, that can enjoy and appreciate the passing of these other. I also love the, the, the teaching and the perspective of like, it's not my grief or your grief, 
it's not even our grief. It's, it's the grief or it's the healing or it's the rage. So I often use the phrase, like I'm being visited by the grief. I'm feeling the grief, you know, this vibration, this experience, this hormonal experience that's passing through this being that's so much bigger, um, or so much smaller, <laughs> depending on the perspective, right? And being touched by this experience and letting myself be touched, letting myself be changed, like letting that, um, that uh, deep ache change me. Um, and that depression, I was just, I've been, had a lot of healing. I had a really good weep last night too. I had two really good weeps yesterday. And, um, and one of them was in session with a, with a, with a healer in my life. And, um, what came up was I birthed a really big project um, in the winter of 2020, <laughs> completed a, a game, a deck, a book, an online academy, like a body of work, this massive body of work that I've been working on um, for years. And I really went into a postpartum depression is truly what it was. My body, my energy, um, a lot of many people have come back to me and said like, your treatment and your recovery is appropriately matched. It's like, it's a metaphor and it's not a metaphor. <laughs> like that's what's happening. Like you've been emptied and, um, and all of these things. And so, yeah, I think I'm just kind of having a moment of that place to hear you say like, I love being human and to feel this part of me that's like, oh, I remember when I used to feel that way. <laughs> and then being like, wait, 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 I... I do feel that way like today. And like, I felt that way three days ago. And like, and I'm just, I'm weeks into feeling the truth of that again. Um, and, and I say again, but it doesn't feel really like again, because I feel like it's never been here before. There's a way that I love being human now that is um, like, even that is accelerated. Even that is more than it was before. The way that I loved being human before didn't have, it didn't love the, it didn't love that town <laughs> in the same way that now I have that notion of like, oh, that was a trip. I went to that town. If that town, I love that town. I know it better. I have more affection, more respect. I know what it needs. It's in better shape. You know, I'm the, the parts of myself, the deep rest, the parts of myself that were in deep need got more care this time. I did a lot of soul, a lot of childhood. I did a lot of revisiting my child. You talked about that. It's been a lot of these childhood memories, a lot of revisiting this panicked, panicked, panicked child and, and feeling that pain, um, feeling it be overwhelming and yet being able to cultivate the presence and the, and the, and the healing and the support to, to hold it, to hold her. Um, and so although it was still scary and painful over time, it healed in me in a way that I'm just, I'm in this, I'm in this tender place of like, oh yeah, I do. I like feel, I like feel good again. And like new, I feel good in this new way. It's that process of, it's that ebb and flow. It's that cycle of forgetting and remembering in a deeper way. Mm. Forget to remember even in a deeper way. And like, um, and, and, uh, is usually the most powerful healers that went through the hardest hells. You know, I, it's funny because I picked this this um, Earth Warrior Oracle card, which is an incredible deck, and I absolutely love it. And I picked this card, Lolo, which is, um, I believe, uh, the butterfly. It was like butterfly, like a china, or it was about the butterfly. 
and it talks about shining bright. And there was one part that really stuck out to me out of all the other parts about being a light. And it was those who have only met you in your joy and your glee may not know like, you know, the darkness that you had to go through to get there and um, to be able to experience the same contrast of light. And um, it was powerful because when I reflect on what I've been through in my life, it was, um, it was very challenging. It was, it was deeply, um, it was very deep and very humbling um, and very not novel worthy, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and the places that I went to in, in such self abandonment and resistance and, um, and help like creating and being in my own hell, um, not having tools to navigate out of it and then finding it to come out the next time around that I've experienced that. And I experienced that this year too. Like there was a point this year where I really felt like, um, I was being very tested, Mm. um, but firm still and very grateful that I had the tools that I did. Um, yeah from the previous house where I was learning the tools in that training, as you shared. And like those moments were even moments of um, uh, existential thoughts, you know, and, um, but coming out of it, you know, coming, coming out of it to, to know. And, and sometimes when I get into those tests, you know, those cycles of forgetting, you know, um, what it did for me, at least this year, I think the biggest thing it did for me this year was for me to not, not to be afraid of the dark anymore, which is really interesting because in the past, especially in the medicine path, there is such a focus on, you know, um, the light and the, the transmuting to, to the light and everything has to be light and light is good and all. And, you know, in the shamanic path and the medicine path, like the dark, the dark can be very scary if you don't have the tools to navigate it. Um, and it could be very scary if you're on a different level of darkness that you've never been before. Right. 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 Level of darkness. Like there's a new level of tools. <laughs> it's a new level yes. Darkness. Yes. <laughs> like welcome to level 10 darkness. Right. <laughs> um, you were in level five. Now you're in level 10. Like uh, congratulations. Yeah. And, um, and, I remember because, for example, it's going to be funny, but um, like after ceremony or in ceremony or in general in my life, like I don't like being in complete darkness, you know? Um, And so like if I'm walking out, I I want there to be a light, you know, Um, I I want a a glimmer of the the moon, you know, I want the glimmer of the stars, like I want like some kind of light a little bit. And um, uh, but because I went through this level 10 uh, initiation, um, yeah. I like, stepped out of it and I just started, I was going to my car and it was very dark outside. There were trees that were hovering over in this lot and, you know, we just finished ceremony and um, I usually would just turn on the light and go. But then I, I actually felt very comfortable here, not comfortable like um, in a way that it overcomes me. Comfortable meaning I can be firm as I move through this space. And it was very metaphorical uh, to, you know, the, um, the level of, of earth warriorship. 
that that I received in that space. Um, and like I always share that I'm an endless student because uh, because the universe is infinite, and so the teachings are then infinite. And when you know, you don't know. And when right. you know, you know. <laughs> and then when you know, you grow. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you flow. So uh, it, it's it's it, this ebb and flow and between uh, in the spiral. You know, when I think of when I think of growth, I think of not a linear path. I think of a spiral, and it's mm-hmm. a spiral that's that's like toroidal. You know. Yes, it's it, it it's toroidal and it's a spiral and it goes up and it goes down into infinity and in that space I'm you know I vacation and so um, and and so I claim this and I have no problem claiming it and I think for those who are um, very attached to the light and only work with the light and all that. Um, I, I, I hope they put some really good knee pads on, you know, because they're in for a really big fall. Totally. <laughs> um, totally. You can hold lightness and mysteries as one divinity. You're born into infinity. And that's a line in my song, Phoenix Rising. Mm, it's so good. It's so good. I just keep thinking about how, you know, so many seeds, if you put them out in the sunlight, they can't sprout. They need the dark. It like it's in the dark and the wet, and the in that insulation and a certain kind of heat and a certain kind of cold. That that's where that's where the root. That's a certain kind of growth and sprouting um, that happens in the dark and the quiet. Um, I don't know if anybody does this, but it's one of my favorite things, which is at the end of most days, if I'm going to take a shower, um, I shower in the dark make the room as dark as possible and the water and the dark are like two deep deep companions for me for um releasing and surrendering into 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 peace like into that radical acceptance place that you're talking about right mm-hmm. um yeah it's a powerful time i wrote a poem i don't have it with me um this spring i wrote a poem where i heard the was like people are being sent into descent and they don't know it and um and they're they're looking around not knowing that it's not sight that will get them through but feeling like understanding like you're exactly what we're talking about like the different levels of 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 darkness or depth or shadow or um the gifts and the healings that happen there and that we need different skills and different means different different sensing to move through that um and say that again it's exciting when i think about it (laughs) um and like it (laughs) and i honestly like maybe some people think i'm just a crazy masochist or something like that but it's not so much like that um it's because the rewards are so high the rewards are so high like yeah it's such it's worth it so worth it and like so worth it this is not for me to be like please let me attract all the most difficult challenges in my life this no it's not like that it's um i am i am i'm equipped and prepared and like through my connection to source through my connection to my my great mother earth 
through my heart and my soul and the light that it is um, to to ready to to ready this evolution, to 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 fully participate in it, and um, you know in in the medicine path, but with the, my teachers always share with me and my plant teachers is that like the resistance makes the suffering. The resistance creates the suffering. Um, the pain may be part of it, but the resistance it creates the suffering. And so, um, so breathe. <laughs> right. So breathe. This is what they say. And and I and so I've I've been um, loving that kind of growing of mastery and and the um, the constant up leveling of being that. Um, ultimately, what it is is just these different permission slips to remember who you are to be free. Some souls need that deep contrast to see light. Um, it's not necessary, um, but some souls choose that because it, it's interesting to the soul, you know? It's fascinating. Ultimately, it knows its truth, like outside of this lifetime, one would source. And so it finds this experience fascinating. So sometimes it helps for me to be a, uh, a, a perceiver of myself and witness of myself while also experiencing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Very much so. And I think it's one of those things where I was just having a conversation with a uh, extended family member walking around and we were talking and they said to me, they're very sweet. They were like, I mean, that all sounds well and good, Sophia, but it all sounds very intellectual. And I was talking about kind of this path of, of authenticity and embodiment of the soul. And I kind of had to chuckle because in my head I was like, yo, this shit is so far from intellectual for me. <laughs> this is like the most like visceral real thing that I like exist and interact with. But I understand, and I understood that I entirely understood what they were saying. And so when you talk about that place of like, that it's useful for me to see myself from a beyond perspective while also like feeling and being that notion of like, it, it may make sense in theory, or not, but once you experience it, it's not a theory. It's not an idea. It's it's a it's an it's a real experience. Like like putting your foot on a step and stepping up, or putting your hand on a doorknob and opening a door. Right? Like it's just like nobody says to someone like, "Wow, when you when you turn that knob on the door, the door opens." No one's like, "Wow, that's a very intellectual conversation we're having." Right? Like, no, that's just literally how doorknobs work. You know, that's just how doorknobs work. And so that place of like, you know, when when it becomes really lived and embodied, it's it's no longer theor theoretical or intellectual. Um, but when we're but when it's an idea, it can be incredibly directive or helpful as an idea or in that forgetting place, it can be so powerful as a reminder, right? Like when we're in that sacred forgetting and we're in that, I don't remember place, you know, just being like, I'm in it, I'm in it. And being like, or you could zoom out and remember your infinite self. It's like, oh, I do know how to do that. I can do that, you know, like even for a glimpse, even for a moment, you know, to be able to do that. It's ultimately a decision on what perspective you choose to have and what perspective, uh, uh, your perspectives create your experience and it, it ultimately is your choice and what perspective you choose to have to have the experience to learn and get what you came there to experience to, to see what you came there to see so like in um 
you know, you can, you can go microscopal in your suffering and be in it. Mm. So submerged in it and then find your way out of it in this beautiful, sensational experience of the soul remembering itself. You can, yeah. you can also have a perspective of you being of the unified whole experiencing the experience from that higher perspective. Um, you can pop in and out like you can you can see right. the darkness as this like ally you know you can have the perspective as this is also a teacher for me and see where that leads you or sometimes you know like you've overstayed your welcome and I'm gonna bang on my drum and go out and do the like uh do a do sing sing my sing my fears away you know and and yeah it's time for you to go because there have been moments where um there's a loop you know, in my life, I would, I would just be in this loop, just essentially hell, like repeating karmic patterns, like that loop yeah. is hell. And like, eventually there's a time where like this loop is like exhausting and, and like, you know, it's time, it's time for you to go, you know? And I've found it helpful to shift, to actually consciously intentionally shift. Ultimately as souls, we are choosers of our frequency. And so we can shift when we want to when we choose to um it is a dance with like your your soul you know um it's your soul dance and um and ultimately it's everything is chosen your experiences are chosen um and there's no right or wrong way it's ultimately what your preference is and how you choose to um uh grow from the experience how you choose to perceive it so you can be in the muck in the mire and come out and have that journey you can have the unified perspective sometimes i do a combination of all five you know, uh -huh. in a session you know like i'm in there i'm coming out like as this like i don't know disney hero or i'm like you know the god mind like just tapping straight to source and like it just goes away or I'm um, you know I'm weeping you know I'm weeping in the darkness and in this grief and and it's it's tragic and it's such a rich emotion and then I'm done with it it's it, it, mm -hmm. I'm done with this weeping and this tragedy frequency um, I now want to laugh <laughs> you know I now want to laugh and play and 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 celebrate like obviously try I try not to do it within the span of 10 minutes because then that would make me a little crazy but um I tune into what feels right you know in in those times and this that's the way of the earth warrior like um there when you are ultimately what I'll say to this um just because I'm sensing that maybe some listeners would be like well how do I navigate but ultimately it is as so long as you are reconnecting and affirming your connection to source god goddess universe you know um all that is uh, and to your deep connection to mother earth like affirming this while all everything else spirals around you it is navigatable and you can trust whatever comes and trust your heart to whatever really is meant to be experienced in that space Yes. Yeah, I'm really, I'm like, 
I'm here. I'm really, there's really a thing happening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lotus Sky, for what you're bringing to and through. Uh, yeah, let me just listen for a second. I keep hearing, I keep hearing you singing uh, Phoenix Rising in my head right now is one of the things that I keep hearing. Yeah, I'm uh, sing that song. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to, to sing that song if you, if you would. I would love that. I'll have to go and grab my guitar. <laughs> Great, perfect. Um, let me go ahead and grab it really quickly. Beautiful. <laughs> Ah, I know what I was going to say, which is that when I was, I would have these times where I would go to shift my frequency and then, and then I would get this message and guidance. that was like, but you didn't get what you came here for yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's real. And like, and it's like, you can't go yet. Like your, my, your wisdom brought you into this place for a purpose. And so you can't cut it short, right? There's like a way in which it's like, yeah, you can shift your vibration and come on back because we have more to do. Yeah. It's like almost like coming back up for air. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And I totally understand what that is because that's happened to me. It's like, um, uh, like it's a tuning in of what will yeah. serve you in that moment. What will truly serve you in that moment? Because some people will be so rushed to um, shift to a higher frequency out of resistance of the present. Right. You, you didn't get jewels yet, you know? Oh, and it prolongs it. It really does. I was thinking about that. You're like, I would try not to do it in 10 minutes. I'm like, except when I'm in ceremony with like 10 practitioners and all the energies there and 10 minutes is like, literally a century right and then it's like and i do i'm weeping and i'm laughing and i'm in my sensual power and i'm restored and i forget everything and i'm stripped of all faith in humanity and then i am a blossoming uh sacred plant that has information for us all in like seven minutes or less right because of the expanded space like because of that like because of the lack of resistance what can happen um with a recept, like with understanding a, a soulful faith, like a, a faith in my soul, right? And so it's like, if I'm, my soul's like, I wanna give you this and I say, yes, thank you, yes, thank you, yes, thank you, instead of, yes, thank you, oh, I don't really want that one. And they're like, well, I'm not giving up on you. So we're gonna hang out here until you get it or we'll come back around. You're passing on this now, that's fine. So if I choose to trust that my soul is taking me into, um, into something for a reason that it's can actually be very expedited and um, conducive in that deep supported expansive space. Like we just, it like comes in, in this way um, without the resistance. Yeah. There are certain times in containers, like very specific containers where the range of emotions will come, you know, and like, especially in a ceremonial setting, especially in, uh, if there's medicine involved, like time is a different experience. Um, and yeah. <laughs> well, well, I guess what I'm sharing around that is like, um, the, um, uh, from my experience, like I probably wouldn't be doing it like out in public, you know, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a lucid level, like swing from all these emotions. Like um, I think in there is certain 
paper that's absolutely appropriate, absolutely appropriate and necessary. And like what I've been taught in Earth Warrior Way, there is a um, there is a gift and service to groundedness and centeredness through it, um, so that you're not you're not imbalanced and 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 it ebbs and flows. Although in a very intentional healing session, um, like that could very well happen and is absolutely appropriate and necessary. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. I would love and welcome your sharing of your medicine. Yeah, there's um there's something that's kind of being called to to be shared as well too for me um, and it's it's around um, you know what I teach in the Earth Wire way around the dimension of beauty and the beauty way following the way of the heart and and um, making uh, beautiful art out of your life as an artist of your life and um, uh, like always returning to beauty always returning to the beauty way. And um, seeing uh, how beautiful everything is in the big full picture. And um, I share that because um, it reminded me of this one time where um, a woman I, I love very much, she was um, coming out of ceremony and um, this was the next day and uh, you can tell the medicine was still moving through her and she was out in a, and we were in a very beautiful location overlooking the sea. and. There were white butterflies and luscious grass and beautiful trees surrounding us. And she was experiencing a death, you know, she was experiencing a death. And I came out to be with her and, um, yeah, you know, she, she shared with me this, she looked around and she looked at me and she goes, this is the most beautiful death I ever experienced. Yeah. Like, because we were in heaven, like it looked like heaven. If you looked around, it was shining the grass, the flowers, the butterflies, and she was dying. And she was going through a shamanic death. And she looked at me. I mean, I, I get emotional thinking about it. Um, she was, this is the most beautiful death I ever experienced. And I was like, wow. Like, I didn't even think about it. Um, and like this filter and perspective of, of beauty, it can provide a lot of grace in all the things that we're moving through in our life. It can soften experiences that are challenging. And, um, and, when, and ultimately, I know ultimately for every soul, the destination is beauty. Like the path may not always look beautiful, but the destination is absolute beauty. And ultimately, it's who we are as our souls. Absolutely beautiful, just magnificent. And so um, this song, I wrote the song Phoenix Rising two years ago, and I was in a mm. very low place. Um, and I wrote it as a prayer to myself. I wrote it for myself. I was really, really sad, crying. And I would write one line. You know, I would write like two lines and I would weep for 10 minutes. Another two lines and I would weep for another 10 minutes. And the song was just, I was healing myself through the song. This was not a song that I was like, what will people like to hear? And like, let me share them with my story. It was like, this is, was for me. 
and I didn't even think about producing it until people heard it, you know? And I'm so glad I did because up to today, this song is still medicine for me. And it really brings um, the rebirth, the experience of rebirth into full circle to, re to the return of beauty from, from the journey of, of, of our human life. And it's called Phoenix Rising.
truly to share this song with everyone um, and um, uh, Hayanaya in particular is not just a random uh, collection of syllables although I thought it was first when I was first channeling um, this language but um, it actually has meaning in other languages so um, in Arabic Haya means life and Naya means new Mm. New life. Um, I received that chant, in a ceremony, and I didn't know what it meant. And then um, I integrated it into the song Phoenix Rising and um, looked it up. I was like, I wonder if there's some meaning to this. Mm-hmm. And means life, and Naya means new, new life. And in um, Sanskrit, um, Hayana means on the right path, keep going, moving forward. Mm. Ayana means flower blooming. Mm. So together in this uh, chant, Hayana, Ayana, Hayana, Ayana, it's a, uh, it's, uh, it's your my new life on the right path, moving like a flower blooming. Oh, say it again. <laughs> say the chant again or the meaning. Both. Hayana, 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 Ayana. Uh, my new life on the right path moving like a flower blooming yeah and um, and you repeated it's this energetic um, prayer and even the um, the combination of the 
the tones of A, which is heart opening, and the ha, which is a breath, which is the breath, and so, um, and then the direction of the naya, it's 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 going up, it's going forward, it has medicine in it, um, so um, is really one of my most beloved heart songs, even to this day, has served me, supported me, and um, it's a blessing to be able to share it with you all. Thank you. Thank you for your deep listening, your deep courage, your your ascension and your dissension, right? Like your descents into the depth and your ascending into the light and the unification and the wholeness and everything that you've gathered and your ability to hear yourself and hear spirit, both like when they are one and the same and when they are finding themselves and to find ways to share that uh, with all of us. I'm deeply grateful for that. Mm, this is probably one of the most favorite podcast like conversations I've ever had. So thank you so much for creating that container and for sharing. And um, like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to, sh- to spread this message of the Earth Warrior Way and share the medicine of music and um, to like to to go on this journey with everyone. It's a beautiful journey, and we're blessed to have it. Indeed. It's worth it. It really is. It's so beautiful. Lotus Sky, thank you so much for joining us. I want to invite you to share how and in what ways do you like people to connect to you? Um, Where do you like to be found? How do you like people to, in in hot pursuit of your exquisite medicine, where do they go? Where should we send them? Well, share is um, you. I can. I'm easily findable on Instagram as Lotus Sky, uh, one word, Lotus Sky underscore. Um, and um, if you found me through this podcast and decided to follow me, feel free to message me, um, so that you know I can get to know you and get to um, know that you came through this podcast and. Um, and if you're interested in this Earth Warrior way, you can uh, message me there as well. Um, and uh, and for my music, you can go to Spotify or iTunes or Bandcamp and all the all the popular streaming platforms um, for Lotus Sky as well. Two words: Lotus Space Sky. And you can also go to LotusSky.com. I don't usually update my website that much, but there is information there. Um, and then ultimately there's my Instagram. Great. And I do know I'm, a, I'm on your uh, newsletter. I know that you do emails um, and I have found those to be inspiring and nourishing. So I imagine if people want to do that, they can either just DM you their email or find your email list through your website. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, if you were to go to um, lotussky.com slash safety activation, you know, spelled correctly, so lotussky.com slash safety activation, there's actually a place there where you can like opt in to sign up for my emails and you'll also receive a, a channeled activation from me around safety and it's a very beautiful activation um a lot of people experience uh beautiful releases and remembrances and um uh good cries the good cry 
Yeah, the good, the good cry. I did. I really enjoyed that activation. Thank you. I hi, hi, highly recommend for people looking for the for the the the, the tone the, the tuning right this great tuning that's what I might start calling this time the great tuning um, the honing and the tuning well I just what a delight um, if you have any just anything else that you want to share uh, you've shared so much so I feel really <laughs> nourished and fed by your presence and also if there's just anything else that you want to say make some space for it uh what i'll share is that um you know uh, the time that we're in right now is a time of falling in love with who we truly are you know our divine identity and a lot of the purging that's happening is um to release all that is not in alignment with our truth so welcome it um go return to your breath and um when we when we ask to be to bring uh, to to bring in high frequencies it calls for things that are not in alignment to be um, released and, it, and, and we can permit grace and love and beauty through that. It's possible. Um, and, um, uh, and that's what I wish for you. Um, there's so much support around and um, you know, uh, the, the destiny is, 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 is beauty, the destiny is love. Um, and it's also ironically always been here and now. <laughs> Yes, all, all at the same time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Dear sweet listener, thank you so much for being here. Whether you found me through, uh, whether you found us today through Medicine Caller, you're a subscriber. Welcome back, sweet darling. Happy to have you here. If you just found us today through this interview, I invite you to go take a listen to some other episodes, hit that subscribe button. If you love this episode and want to leave me a rate and review, it's helpful wherever you listen. It's a way to contribute and lift up and help share this medicine. And I just want to echo, just echo Lotus's, Lotus, just echo Lotus Sky's blessing on you all that we are here to to embody our divine true self. I'm here. You're here. We are here to be who we are and not anything else. And so I just wish you my, my strength and my tenderness on that journey. Be well, take care, take care of each other. And if you get a chance, kiss the earth. Take care. <laughs>
Thank you, gorgeous one. Thank you. I want to take a moment in closing. I have a few things. First, take a breath. <sighs> Second, I want to remind you that this in itself can be transmission and medicine. So take care of yourself right now. If this is medicine for you, I have a few invitations. One is hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rate and review. It's very, very helpful. In addition, I would love to stay connected with you. Come over to my website, sophiawiseone.com, or find me on Instagram, at sophiawiseone, and get connected. And if this is feeding you, I encourage you to join the virtual temple that is up and gorgeous and happening. And that is my Patreon. And I'm inviting you to join us there. If this episode or another episode fed you and was just what you need, consider sending it and sharing it with a friend. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your work, all your medicine. I know deep in my being, you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together. <laughs>